1: Han has been in touch uh, on 086123 9595. You can WhatsApp or text us on that number to say, I think the race course has many more vaccination booths than the Radisson Mass Vaccination Centre did. If the HSC are meeting their target of 95% of vaccines in somebody's arm within a week, then there should not be an issue with a few days missed due to horse racing. Well, that is what developed on the show last week, of course. Initially, we were getting calls and texts and WhatsApp messages from people saying that they were, getting vaccine appointments far away from Limerick, Uh, the most striking example being University College Dublin, that was uh, corrected and the person involved got uh, a vaccination appointment for Limerick, but we were hearing others too from uh, Mallow um, even though people were in Limerick and maybe closer to the race course in Patrick's well, that's where they were given their appointment for Nina and Ennis um, as well, and uh, then we um, heard from a listener on Friday morning oh look, you know, my understanding is that the mass vaccination centre is closed tomorrow, Saturday, due to horse racing. And as the afternoon um, unwound, we discovered with confirmation from Limerick Racecourse uh, initially while we were on the air. And then afterwards, um, we got uh, an email around half one from uh, the UL Hospitals group to say that, uh, yes, as part of the agreement that was um, conducted between uh, the racecourse and HSE Estates apparently they're the arm of the HSE that negotiates this sort of contract. Um, it was understood that there was racing on five dates in June and July, and as a result, the mass vaccination centre would be closed. But it seemed to come to a shock um, to many, including many of our TDs. And uh, Kieran O'Donnell um, is on the line, um, Limerick City TD for Finnegale, of course. Good morning, to you, Kieran.
0: Morning, Joe. So it really
1: was a shock to you. You had no idea.
0: No idea, Joe. Um, Obviously, there had been a movement from the Radisson to the Limerick Racecourse on the 8th of June. That was to be very welcomed. Accompanying that was that increased capacity, which was hugely important. So it kind of came out of a bolt out of the blue, Joe, that uh, there was no pre-warning that there was going to be five days uh, that the vaccination centre would be fully closed between the 12th of June and the 22nd of July. So my view really on it was a pretty straightforward one. Um, There should have been, if the race course was going to be used as for horse racing on days, there should have been an alternative plan put in place for those particular days to ensure that we continue to vaccinate at the rate that we could, which is nearly 3,500 per day from the Limerick race course. And stating that, you know there wouldn't be any reduction because the with what they were doing in the Radisson with the MacGrass course didn't really hold logic to me because moving to the MacGrass course was about getting increased capacity. So what I've looked for and I
1: just to, before we though, get to that because I do want to tease out some of this with you if you don't yeah. mind, Kieran. Um We um, made enormous efforts to try and make sure that somebody from the uh, the HHC or UL Hospitals Group was on the air with us on Friday before we uh, went off the air at twelve. That didn't prove possible as it happens. Uh, I know Professor Paul Burke of UL Hospitals Group was on RTE radio later in the day. And um, you know, he explained, and also we did finally receive the statement as well, what the position was. And one of the key points that he was making was no consequent impact on the programme because of the extra capacity. Is that not fundamentally true? That, you know, if the vaccination centre in the Radisson had fewer booths, and they mm. moved, even with the five days, and I think you've estimated that at um, 17,000 vaccinations that could potentially be done on the five days in question, Correct. which is closed for racing. But with the extra booths, can they not just make it up?
0: Well, that's I, there are two ways of looking at this, Joe. Firstly, I think there should have been a plan put in place on the days of racing, the five days, so they continue to vaccinate on those days. However, at this particular moment in time, the HSE should be coming back with a plan. They're, they're vaccinating 12 hours a day at the moment, seven days a week. Uh, it's over a six-week period that the race meetings will be taking place. And certainly they could increase the number of hours um, at the vaccination centre, the McGrace course, to find the, the 17,000 because it's about 3,500, it's 24,000 per week they're vaccinating. And for me, when you look at the situation, Joe, two aspects. Number one, the increasing rate of the virus, and now thankfully the number of uh, COVID tests that were coming back uh, positive are down from 78 to 50 in the last number of days. Uh, with the high rate we have, and also with the fact, Joe, with, with the Delta variant, the Indian variant in the UK, where they're now saying that the second vaccine is the key thing that you need to have in place to, to fight this particular virus. We have many people, Joe, that got the AstraZeneca, the 60 plus age group, that are waiting for their second dose of the vaccine at Limerick race course. And they need to get that as quickly as possible. So Everton should be about getting the vaccination program rolled out as quickly as possible. We are where we are now. So what I really would like to see is, if you can't do it on the specific days that the race course is closed, make it up, Joe, uh, in the intervening period with increased hours at Limerick race course to ensure that we continue to have the 17,000 uh, people vaccinated that will be lost on the days of racing prior to the 22nd of July. Right. Uh, it's, I, a pretty, it's a pretty simple, uh, I suppose, straightforward proposal. We yeah. need to keep the, the vaccination programme, Joe, we can talk about all the tests and they're hugely important. The single most important element to fighting COVID is the rollout of the vaccination programme because people are fully vaccinated. Normally, Joe, they're not hospitalised, and if they're not hospitalised, they are not hospitalized and do not end up in ICU. It doesn't, in any way, end up in right. tragic situations. So that's why I feel oh, so strongly. Okay,
1: about. Uh, we're chatting to Deputy Ciarán O'Donnell of Finnegale. Have you heard anything about an impact on supply of vaccines to the Limerick Midwest region?
0: I haven't, Joe. Uh, I wasn't. I'm not aware of that. Uh, the t has been out publicly stating that we're looking to have 80% of people getting their first vaccination by the end of June with 50% of the people with their second dose said they may not meet that target, but specific in relation to Limerick, no. And furthermore, Joe, we have additional pop-up centres in terms of testing taking place because we have a situation in Limerick where we've Dr. Roland Glenn, uh, the deputy CMO, and Dr. Tony O'Holan, a Limerick man, the, the, the CO, CMO himself, coming out stating that Limerick is a priority. Limerick, we have to get the rates down. One of the ways you bring the rate down, Joe, is having people vaccinated. So it should be all hands to deck to get, we have a, and can I just, on, on a positive note, Joe, the vaccination rollout today in Limerick has been excellent, uh, both in the Radisson and the Limerick race course. The staff are doing phenomenal work uh, at all levels. This is just something that shouldn't have happened uh, in terms of, of planning. We need to be vaccinating on a daily basis.
1: You've come up with a a practical solution, which is to extend the hours on the days um, that they can to take account of the five racing days where they can't. but But the only thing about that, of course, is it's only worth doing that if we have enough vaccine to put in the arms of the extra people who would turn up for those extra appointments, which is one of the reasons I'm asking you, have you any sense of any difficulties with the supply chain and numbers of vaccines into the Limerick area at the moment?
0: No, I would have felt, Joe, at the very start of the vaccination program that uh, Limerick, the supply coming to Limerick wasn't as as, um, as fast as I would have liked. And I would have raised that both at ministerial level, at, at door level, uh, at every level. and But certainly in more recent times, Joe, the vaccine has has come here. But apart from that, Joe, if Limerick at the moment is at a much higher rate of COVID than anywhere else in the country, it stands to reason, Joe, that you should prioritise in terms of bringing down uh, the rate of COVID. And one of the key ways of doing that is to have a vaccination rollout uh, and expedite. And furthermore, Joe, we've stated the vaccination centre out in in race course, it can do Joe twenty four thousand people a week, three and a half thousand people a day. So why would you have a situation whereby uh, that you're not vaccinating on in in five days over a six week period? And I suppose the other aspect with regard Joe is that they move to the immigrant race course on the eighth of June, and literally four days later it's closed for a day. It's just it, it it's it's not the I suppose it's not the message that I would like to see. I think we've a phenomenal vaccination program underway. What I would like to see at this stage, Joe, is that assurance is given to people that over that six-week period, the HSE locally, and I've raised with Minister Stephen Donnelly and obviously the HSE itself at national level, that they would look to put extra hours on uh, on existing days to ensure that we, we don't yeah. in any way fall back. with
1: the No, no, I, und- I, un- I understand that. And as I say, it seems like a very practical solution. But my question is, well, why hasn't it already been implemented? You know, because I mean, it's not not as if the people involved here, you know, to be fair to them, don't have the brain power to come up with the suggestion that you've come up with this morning, good as it is. And I know Minister Niall Collins said to me on Friday morning when I was asking him about this, that it had been his understanding that race meetings could run parallel to the vaccination centre being kept open on those days.
0: Well, I, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, I could see difficulties with that. Uh, but oh. apart from that, there are great people involved in the Royal the vaccination programme here. But uh, if, if you look at it in the context, Joe, of the RAS in itself, certainly you've gone from 32 bays to 46 bays. That's a 40% increase. No, I get that. But i tell you what, so we, what
1: we will a, actually yeah. do, um, um, what we will do, and we'll chat Maria Marie about it as well, is we will ask the HSE specifically, do they have the necessary supplies of the vaccine coming and it's through? Something
0: I will, it's something I will follow up on. Well, I would you? Know. Because
1: we want yeah. to know. Because, I mean, it, obviously there is no point adding extra hours to the other days when the vaccine centre is open in Patrick's well if there is actually any issue around supply. And I'm not saying there is. I'm just trying to understand the dynamics of a of a yeah, can, can no, it. I have to ask you something else, which yeah. is yeah. Do, um, Professor Paul Burke said on RT on Friday that there was no connection between appointments, which we heard about on this show and we got quite a number of them. And it seems there were a number of hundred of them in the region um, where appointments were given for people outside of Limerick that would have expected to get a vaccination po- appointment Within Limerick. He said there was no connection between that and the closure of the centre um, uh, on Saturday and for the other four days, that it had more to do with a problem with the national scheduler, I think he described it as, which I understand is is some form of computerised system on vaccination appointments.
0: Well, I know, Joe, that on on other cases, we've quite a number of people onto us that would have got uh, from Limerick, that would have got appointments in Ennis and Nina. We followed up with the HSE, and what we got back, Joe, is that those appointments were sent out in error. They were cancelled, and then they were rescheduled for Limerick. So uh, Professor Burke may have more insight than I have, but certainly on the ones that that came back to us, Joe, um, uh, the case was they were saying they were sent out in error. But, But apart from that, Joe, your program highlighted something, which was that for five days over the next six weeks, day state-of-the-art vaccination centre is, is, is not operating. It means that if you work with it, Joe, there are 17,000 less people who are vaccinated by the 22nd of July. I think with a small bit of rejigging, obviously it's a question i check up and supply, Joe, but because of Limerick, its unique situation with the high numbers, we need to roll out the vaccination as quickly as possible in terms of the fight against virus and ensuring people are not hospitalized. Therefore, for me, it's all systems go. And I uh, certainly it's something that I would be looking for the HSE to do, which is just put on extra hours over those week weeks and and Uh, ensure that Uh, there's no no time is lost.
1: And finally, we've just got an email from uh, the HSE to say that they are further extending the free walk-in and drive-in COVID-19 testing facility at St. Joseph's Health campus on Mulgrave Street. The facility will now remain open up to and including Monday, June 21st, operating daily from 11 till 7. Um, And uh, of course um, that applies to the other main centre as well in the Bally Simon Road. People can go and do that. And that's good news because they're they're continuing the search. But it's also very worrying news. And Rose Fitzgerald, uh, the public health specialist um, in the Midwest, said to me on the show last week two things. First of all, currently, although they wouldn't rule it out, they don't see further restrictions for Limerick City and County, which will be very important for our listeners. But she also said that there could actually be a separation between Limerick and the rest of the country if we don't get this under control around the opening of indoor hospitality on the 5th of July.
0: Well, can I just say two things? Number one, Joe, the fact that they're extending the pop-up centres, that's for testing, that's to be very welcomed. And for the existing testing centres, that's to be welcomed. But that also shows, Joe, that we have situation here where, where we have much higher rate than elsewhere in the country. And consequently, we should be vaccinating at a faster rate as well. Uh, and I, I think that, that the, the one thing... that But do you I mean, agree
1: that there is a prospect, unfortunately, of Limerick being decoupled when it comes to the next phase of reopening on the 5th of July towards indoor hospitality, unless we see pretty rapid progress on well, these numbers?
0: we had Dr. Tony Houlin in before us uh, in with your Octus members in the mid West, in Limerick, just over a week ago. And I would have asked a number of questions, Joe. It's all, there are a number of assets. Number one, you do not want to see the number of COVID cases going up. We've seen them coming down, Joe, the latest figures from 78 to 50 between Friday and Saturday. We need to see what the Sunday figures are. That's to be welcomed. Secondly, Joe, it's about the number of people that are, 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 are hospitalized in ICU. When he asked, there was one person in ICU. So it shows Joe that the, the, the that the benefit of the vaccination program, particularly for the older age groups and it shows that the people that are getting it... I understand that, but open, what I'm asking are, you directly is, is
1: there any prospect that Limerick could end up becoming decoupled on the next phase of reopening this plan for the 5th of July with indoor hospitality? It's,
0: it's something I'd be looking to ensure it doesn't happen, Joe. But, 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 but
1: you can't rule it out no more than anyone else?
0: Well, that's, that's obviously a decision for government taking advice from the CMO, but I would have been very, very... Of which very you honest. are
1: part. You're part of the Yes, government.
0: and Joe, and I would have argued the point with the CMO, Dr. Tony Houlin, is any talk of a lockdown in Limerick, didn't arise because of the fact, that people are not being hospitalized uh, and people are not ending up in ICU. In fact, the numbers have come down from seven to one. And, so and are, you, a... are
1: you saying the same argument would apply then around indoor hospitality from the 5th of July? Because the difficulty no, you have is that, as you well know, the yeah. indoor settings are problematic around Limerick. We know that some of the people have come back to work, for example there have been outbreaks. We know there have been multiple outbreaks in workplaces. We know they've happened in early education uh, facilities as well and in uh, internal settings with house parties and the like. Um, so, you know, it's it's hard to quite understand the logic of saying that just because there there is an ICU um, yeah. they dividend from the vaccine, you're suggesting that we can carry on with a, f- a reopening. No, 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 what I'm no you're not saying that. Okay, what are you no, saying?
0: A, I'm saying that there's a balance between If you have a large number of cases in terms of COVID, and and look, thankfully, Joe, the cases are coming down. And equally, you have a large number of people in ICU. That causes a great degree of concern. But equally, Joe, I'm aware of businesses out there that have been shut for months. We need to find a way to ensure, and that's why the testing centres are there. And that's why, Joe, I want the vaccination program rolled out. No days lost, because ultimately, Joe... If pe- right, if right. People well, are i tell you, you what you
1: do. We, we will ask the question ourselves of HSE, but we'd like you to find out from your sources as well and come back and tell us, is there any issue with supply or is supply at a level that would allow your suggestion to occur, your suggestion being that they extend the hours of the mass vaccination uh, centre, the opening hours on the days other than the five uh, racing days, and get the same number vaccinated in total between now and mid July. Uh, thank you very much for talking to us, Fine Gael Deputy here in Limerick, Kieran O'Donnell. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.